You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. If you really want something, you're going to have to do more than just want it. That's the way the world works. We don't get results from wishful thinking. But what if there was a reality in which wanting was all that it took? Imagine if you simply desired something and you got it. When I listen to the words of Jesus, I think there are circumstances in which that reality exists. So just hang with me on this thought. But first, I have a favor to ask. If the Speak Lord podcast has been a blessing to you, would you share it with one other person this week? I asked the same thing last week, and I'm doing a bit of an experiment that you can be a part of. So I read from a podcast marketing expert that if you ask your audience to share your podcast with someone else for six weeks in a row, that you'll see a bunch of growth. So I'm trying that. And I'm going to keep making this request for the next six weeks, and we'll just see what happens with the number of people listening to Speak Lord. So I really do think that you are the best way for our audience to grow. And in all the time that I've done Speak Lord, I've made it an intentional point to not turn it into a big advertisement and promotional. I really want to bring you good and meaningful content and not make it a big commercial. But I'm taking some of your listening time right now because I really think that it's important. Our audience is small. And that small audience tells me that it's really making a difference in their life. So I just have to believe that if more people listen to Speak Lord, there would be more people finding it helpful in their spiritual walk. So please join me in this effort. Share Speak Lord with one other person this week. This episode, just like last week's episode, grew out of my recent sermon on the Sermon on the Mount. I cut a lot from that message for the sake of time, and I'm sharing some of those thoughts right here. And you can find the whole message at PastorRyanRogers.com. So in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says some incredible things about desire. We learn that he gives to us on the basis of our desire and not based on what we deserve. You'll remember that he says, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. So what he's saying is, if you desire something, ask And I would love to give you the good things you desire. He's like a loving parent, only way better. And in his generous love towards us, he gives to us based on what we desire, not based on what we deserve. So we are reminded in this that desire is powerful. And if we were to take this out of the spiritual context, we could find psychologists confirming the idea that desire is powerful. And it can shape our lives. But what we find in the Sermon on the Mount is that in the kingdom, desire goes to the next level. So think back to the Beatitudes. Jesus says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. So it is hunger that triggers the filling. It doesn't work like this anywhere else but the kingdom. When we're hungry for physical bread, the reality of our hunger is not enough to supply the food. You can't just be hungry 
you actually have to do something like eat or else you're just going to stay hungry. But in the kingdom, our holy desire is enough. It just says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. God is so eager to give righteousness or any other good thing that we desire that he only waits for our desire to permit it. And it is given. Again, just think about how different this is from the way the rest of the world works. Like I said at the beginning, if you really want something, you're going to have to do more than just want it. We don't get results from wishful thinking. But in the reality we find in the Sermon on the Mount, we're dealing with supernatural power. And he says that if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you're going to be filled. In normal life, to satisfy our wants, there's a whole lot of work we got to put in. You earn your money, then you take that money to the grocery store, and you buy your food, then you cook your meal, and then you eat it, and then your hunger is satisfied. But in the kingdom, we don't earn righteousness money and go to the righteousness grocery store and cook a righteousness meal. The only requirement to be filled is that you're hungry. I find this such a beautiful picture of a good God who delights to give us good things. And he doesn't make us jump through hoops. He gives generously. He only waits for us to want it. So now here's the big thought. The ultimate reason why we don't have righteousness is that we don't want it. If it's true that those who hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled, then the person who's not filled must not have been hungry. How hungry are you for the good things of God? We like to think that the real reason we don't have it lies somewhere out there beyond our control. We like to imagine that there's some external reason why we're not holy. But our God is good. And he gives based on our desire, not what we deserve. And if you hunger and you thirst for righteousness, the promise is that you will be filled. It reminds me what James says in James chapter 4. He says, you desire, but do not have. So you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. It also takes me back to the question that was asked a few episodes ago when Jesus asked the man who was crippled, do you want to get well? And this is the same Jesus who teaches things like ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. And we should not think of this promise as God being a genie in a bottle who grants our wishes. When we go back to James chapter 4 and verse 3, it says, When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. God is too good to give us those things we desire when he knows that those things we desire are not going to be a benefit in our life. But righteousness is always a benefit in our life. So that's why he can stand behind a promise like filling everyone who hungers and thirsts for righteousness. And we should take note that he does not promise that that filling is an instantaneous thing. God takes us on a journey. It is often a slow 
character development that happens in relationship with him. But the promise is still there. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Oh, that God would stir in us a hunger. That he'd give us a greater appetite for holy things. That he would cause us to see how rich and beautiful the blessings are that he longs to give us if we would only want them. So let's admit the real reason why. The real reason why I'm not filled with righteousness is not that my God is stingy. It's not that this world is just too evil. It's that my appetite has been low. And the more I look to the righteousness of God, the more I get hungry. And when I start to hunger and thirst, that desire is all that's required. And God is eager to fill me with righteousness. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Well, I appreciate that you are a Speak, Lord listener. And again, I'm asking you to share Speak, Lord with one person this week and help us grow our audience.